guys, it's my favorite haunting, the podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Ames. This is episode 59. Holy shit. 59. Wine and dine. I think this is going to be my thing from now on. I don't know why I say from now on. Like, I've already been doing it for, like, the last 20 episodes. I just, <laughs> is that, like, I don't know. Like, is that, that's, like, a, a neurotic thing, right? Like, everything needs to rhyme all the time <laughs> so that I can be a poet before I Without even know it. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is why we're friends. You get me. <laughs> Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about, though. We're here to talk about ghosts. Yes, we I'm are. Excited. We can hold all of the extra stuff for the end. We can just bullshit yes. back and forth. And you guys can just click out of it if you don't want to hear it. Or you can hang around and pretend to be friends with us. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean that the way it sounded, but it's still kind of accurate. Because so. we don't really know all of you. Some of you we know. We don't We don't know all of you. I mean, I, I, I'm hesitant to say the number, but... Um, we don't know all of the people listening uh, to to our episodes. That's a lot yeah, of people. You can to tell know. me at the end of sixty. You can tell me at the end of sixty how many people. Okay, <laughs> if you want, it'll be a surprise. Because I'm still surprised about it. Anyway, <laughs> so hey, my favorite haunting the podcast. In case you don't know, if you're new here, this is the <laughs> you picked quite a time to be new here. If you are, but this is the podcast where two BFFs sit around and talk about haunted locations and then discuss and <laughs> although discussing is kind of talking I, is that redundant i don't know um we also mispronounce words and make bad jokes so buckle up bitches <laughs> there's also some history just a little oh yeah we do some researchy kind of stuff yeah Nobody. well i mean you need a little background on where this place is and what's happened here because like sometimes it's just like what happened here is why it's haunted yep Sometimes it's very relevant. This is true. So should we get right into it? Sure. Let's do that. I can go first this time. Sounds good to me. So I did the Marshall House in Savannah, Georgia. I love Savannah. I've only been there <laughs> once, but it's so quaint and pretty and wonderful. Most of the information I got from just two different websites because they were like very thorough and... Everywhere else I looked just repeated the same stuff. <laughs> so it was uh, ghostcitytours.com and the actual Marshall House website, their history section. They also have a ghost book at the front desk. Oh, I love those. So this is, yeah, this is a hotel. I should have I mentioned that. This is a hotel. <laughs> you can actually stay here. Hotels are the best because they're, they're so easy to access. Yeah. And then you can stay there all night long. <laughs> don't have to go anywhere exactly. and sometimes you wish you could <laughs> the investigation never ends so some of the history of this place uh, in 1851 Mary L. Marshall uh, she was a wealthy land developer in Savannah she opened the Marshall House in 1857 the signature feature of the Marshall House its iron veranda which is 120 feet long and 12 feet wide was added in uh, 1859, it had closed down for renovations. It reopened to the public. It was fully renovated, repainted, refurbished. Uh, then in 1864 and 1865, the hotel was occupied by the Union troops, and they used it as a Union hospital until the end of the Civil War. You know what that means. Yeah. You'll, you'll see you later. 
<laughs> or you'll hear later. I'll hear about I was just going to say, will I <laughs> hear all about it? And then in the late 1860s, um, they didn't give an exact date, but by other dates in this guy's life and in the hotel's history, um, it has to be the late 1860s that author Joel Chandler Harris lived at the hotel. I had no idea who he was, but he wrote the Uncle Remus stories. I don't know if you've heard of that. I have not. Is it about Remus Lupin? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> That's what I thought, no. too. Like, I was like, not not what I thought, but, like, that joke came to mind, too. And then in 1877, Mary Marshall died at age 93. And then in 1880, the building next door, which was known as the Florida House, became part of the hotel. And it increased the capacity by one-third. Then in 1895, the hotel closed. In 1899, the hotel reopened, and it now featured electric lights and hot and cold plumbing on every floor. You know what I'm going to sing right now? Actually, no. I have no idea. Really? Oh, man. I thought it was going to be obvious. Tonight we're going to party like it's 1899. (laughs) (laughs) We got electric lights on strings? Hot and cold running water. It's awesome. <laughs> then in 1933, Herbert W. Gilbert, a prominent hotel and real estate man from Jacksonville, leased the building and changed the name to the Gilbert Hotel. Then he sold the hotel in 1941. So he didn't own it for very long. Then in 1946, the Marshall House reopens with a complete renovation. This place has been renovated more times than I think any other location I've ever done. Oh. It's had like it's like six or seven renovations in its lifetime or something. That's a lot. Uh, then in 1957 it closed again because it did not meet uh, fire code safety laws of the time and it would cost too much and take too long for the lease that it was under at the time for them to co- comply with the law. So they just said okay we're closing. <laughs> I'm just, I, I feel like so many locations that we've done, it just, there's so much fire. It, <laughs> it, like there's so many fire code, like the staircase wasn't up to code and the building went up in flames or something. Well, at least they closed before that happened here. <laughs> then in 1998, renovations and restorations to the Marshall House began once again. This time... Workers found human remains under the floorboards. No! Shut the fuck up! Oh my god, you're lying! (laughs) No. (laughs) But it's not as bad as it sounds. They're believed to be the bones of amputated limbs from the Civil War. Oh my god! Oh my god! But why would they keep them in the floor? Wouldn't they, like, burn them or something? I Maybe they there's sh- just so many. They just, like... Put them in the floorboards? That sounds insane to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming there's dirt under the floor. And maybe they, like, had an open pit where they would just... They're having so many soldiers come in. They just, like, toss the limbs in there. That's my thinking. But I don't know. I could be wrong. And then built a bit. Oh my God. I mean, who knows? That's cr- I can't imagine. It makes me want to go dig up my basement. 
but does it? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I will not open yeah. the cabinet down there, though. That can stay closed. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck with that one. But I'll dig up the floor. <laughs> I mean, it was the Union Army in a, a southern-occupied building, so maybe they didn't care what they were doing. Oh. I don't know. They're just like, these damn Confederates, they can clean up the body parts. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Solid theories, I think. So in 1999, the Marshall House reopens again. And uh, at this time, it's Savannah's oldest hotel. Then in 2001, HLC Hotels, Inc. purchased the Marshall House. 2005, it was featured on the Travel Channel's Haunted Hotels. Nice. And 2008, a complete renovation of the Marshall House's guest rooms and suites happened. And then in 2014, they renovated the lobby and the library. It's the most renovations I've ever seen on a place. And uh, one thing to note before we move on mm -hmm. is there is a portrait of Mary Marshall uh, painted in the 1830s. That hangs behind the hotel's lobby front desk. That's important. I ha Yeah, I have theories, but I'm going to wait. <laughs> so that's all for the history, and we can move on to the haunting. So there's some um, more common things, like the faucets turn on and off by themselves in some of the rooms. Fun. Lights flicker for no reason. Waste electricity, cool. Um, electronic items power themselves. There was no, like, more detail for that. I, I take that to mean they turned themselves on. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. It was worded weird. And I just realized it. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets suddenly overflowing for no reason. Oh, that's rude. That's bad. That's rude. That's, that's, that's terrible. Not good. <laughs> There's disembodied voices that are in the hallways. And on the fourth floor... In the hallway, loud noises occur in the early morning hours, and it sounds like heavy objects crashing to the ground. I'm thinking, I'm like picturing like sounds like someone stumbled and like fell over or they dropped something really heavy. But when people go look, no one's there. Nothing's there. <laughs> Nothing's out of place. Also, doorknobs to the rooms tend to wiggle as if someone's attempting to enter the room. Oh, I don't like that. No. Because that makes me really nervous. Like, my first thought with something like that is that somebody actually is yeah. um, trying to get in. Yeah, but when people go look, there there's no one there. So it's not like someone's actually trying to get in. But yeah, that's my first thought, too, is like, there's an actual real person out there. What do I have to, like, hit them with? <laughs> Yeah, like start gathering the weapons, like something like that. My brain is not even on like paranormal stuff. And uh, there's a story of a young girl that was staying at the hotel with her father. She pointed to the picture of Mary Marshall that hangs in the lobby. And she told her father that she saw the lady up in the hallway. Yep. Guests have also reported hearing the distinct sound of of an old-fashioned typewriter coming from the former room of author Joel Chandler Harris. There is also what people call a dapper gentleman reading a book by the window. I not say what specific window, 
so I'm not sure which window, maybe in the library. There's also a lady in white that walks the hallways and another ghostly woman who haunts the ladies' restroom. Oh, those are and fun. on occasion, she will lock the stalls on you. Thanks, Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> Just pee in the sink, I guess. <laughs> have you ever had to do that? I have not. I've no. come close to it, but I have not. Not in a public restroom. Like, in, <laughs> like the bathrooms in the house are taken, and I gotta go. <laughs> no, I've not actually have done not. it, though. I've not. I know people who have. <laughs> wow. And by people, I mean, like, probably one person, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might go, like, run in the woods before I'd pee in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends on where you are, though. Oh, I, don't I mean, mean like, my own. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not talking about my own house. I wouldn't do that in my own house. <laughs> I would take, like, a, a a bucket or, like, a red Solo cup or something and go in the backyard before I peed in the sink if it was in my own house. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Girl Scouts, for teaching me how to pee in the wild. <laughs> there are also um, apparitions of children here and the sounds of crying babies. I don't and, like that. Um, the children, it's mostly you hear them laughing and playing sometimes they can be seen skipping running and playing games through the hallways during the night sounds of marbles or rubber balls can be heard rolling or bouncing in the hallways but of course when people look no one's there no one no was kids, there no balls no marbles like no evidence at all of anyone actually being there that's creeptastic there's a story of um, a mother and son who stayed at the Marshall house. The boy's mother was in the bedroom. Her son was in the bathroom playing and talking to himself. As, yep, as kids do. Creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, like if he's taking a bath or something. No, or whatever, I know. You know. <laughs> I know. I don't care. It's still creepy as fuck. <laughs> like, who are you talking to, child? Um, well, that's not, that's not the... The creepy part of the story. Oh, I know. I'm, we're starting it <laughs> off at that level, though. Like, there's no work up to it. We're already halfway there. There doesn't have to be anything paranormal about it. Just the a child talking to themselves in the bathroom, like in the bathtub. Like, I can picture it. And that's enough for me. <laughs> I think I've seen a few too many, like, ghost movies where, like, that happened. Like, that's a trope right that's got to be a trope in yeah. itself where like the kid is left alone in the bathtub for two minutes and starts talking to somebody and it's like oh who are you talking to or whatever it is is evil and tries to like drown the kid or you know i feel like there there's <laughs> at least five movies that i have seen that has that in it <laughs> mm -hmm. at least yeah. that i could think of just off the top of my head yeah well uh then her son comes out of the bathroom crying oh no and she asks what's wrong the ghost and he says him. The boy bit him. No! The Charlie boy bit, bit me, thumb. mommy. <laughs> and what the fuck? of course. Is he she rabid? Was... <laughs> well, she, of course, she was confused because, you know, she knew he was alone, so she's like, what boy? Mm -hmm. He's like, the one I was playing with in the bathroom. Oh my god. She ran in there quickly, looked around. No one was there. No one was and there. Then she, 
Then she looked at her son's arm, and there was a bite mark on it. Shut the fuck up. I just got chills. Oh, my God, that poor kid. That's so rude. If if a spirit uh, ever bit me, I would be so upset. Later, she found out this was not the first case of (gasps) strange bites at the Marshall house. There have been lots of other guests bitten. Oh, my God. With so much force that a bruise was left. And the marks were on the body in a position that, like, a person couldn't inflict themselves <gasps> with these bite marks. Yeah, so uh, stay here with caution. Is it fucked up that I still kind of want to stay there? <laughs> I don't want to be bit, but I kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to bring well, a, a sacrifice friend with me. <laughs> <laughs> so if I ever invite you to come to this hotel with me, know that that... <laughs> That's the reason I'm asking you. Maybe you can just get like a a side of beef or something. Will they bait that instead? Ooh, or like cover your like exposed parts with um like like clay or something like that stuff that like you you make um like molds of your teeth or oh, play-doh yeah. or something. Like just spread it all over your body and like encase yourself in it. So then you have protection and you'll also get evidence. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> Don't do this. Who, if you are listening right now, <laughs> please Don't do smear not, Play-Doh on your body. Please do not actually do this. This is facetious. This is a joke. I'm trying. I'm not trying. Like, I am just naturally being silly, and I'm not thinking before I speak. This is not a real thing. Don't do that. Like, I can't <laughs> even imagine. I know Play-Doh is non-toxic, but there's got to be some kind of negative effect to, like, encasing yourself in play-doh that can't be good for you yeah yeah don't (laughs) or like ballistic gel please don't encase yourself it would be a great material but please don't encase yourself in ballistic gel you will probably die (laughs) yeah like those people that paint themselves in latex paint that's exactly what i was thinking hospital yep that's exactly what i was thinking Because latex paint is different than body paint, people. It sure is. At least it's not lead paint, although I'm sure that's been done because people are dumb. Now we have the um, Civil War era ghosts. So they have many reports of soldiers who walk vacantly and aimlessly through the hotel. Most notably is the soldier that is seen in the hotel's lobby with his missing arm in hand. Oh. Pleading with the guests to help him find a surgeon. Oh, poor baby. That, that's awful. I wouldn't want to spend eternity like that. Mm. Poor guy. Guests have actually seen the doctors also treating soldiers where the operating room used to be. That always makes me think of, the was it the Hotel Provincial? Have I finally remembered the name of this place that we stayed at 10 years ago? 11 oh, years yeah. ago? Oh my God, that was so long ago. When one of the <laughs> accounts was the guy got off the elevator I think on the second floor like the doors opened and it wasn't the second floor and it was just these doctors doing surgery and they like looked up at him and stared at him and he noped the fuck out like a smart person (laughs) yeah (laughs) I always whenever I hear an account like that that's immediately what I think of there is also a nurse that likes to hold your arm as if she's checking your pulse oh and like people wake up and like their arm is like outstretched from the bed that's weird (laughs) I'm like, just making oh, that's sure that's interesting. You're Who's holding alive? me? <laughs> I want to hold your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And um, some guests have even made complaints of an awful odor. And oh. it seems like it's rotting flesh. Rotting body parts, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like from under the floor where they oh, where stowed they found them. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. You have to be careful with those, though, because the smell of rotting meat could also indicate a demon. Ugh. But there are other yeah. things in conjunction with that. It's not just that by itself. In this case, yeah, it probably yeah. was the rotting body parts under the floorboards. Yeah, like have like Civil War hospitals. Uh, I couldn't imagine the smell of what that was like then. I know because you already had uh, not great hygiene just on a good yeah. day. And I'm thinking right now of like when we took the boys to Gettysburg. And they had mm, that yep. mock-up of the field hospital, and they talked about that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And at least they were outside. <laughs> and on that lovely note, <laughs> that was everything for the Marshall House oh, Hotel. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With rotten flesh as the ending. Gross. I can't believe they found bones. Do you know how disappointed I was? When my, I was having my bathroom redone and the guy called me in, he's like, you got to see what I found behind your wall. And I was like, was it a body? And he like looked at me and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, yes, my time has come. It was just, yeah. the, it was just the original exterior wall, which is still cool. <laughs> That's but it. <laughs> it's not, it's not a body cool. Like once I raised my hopes up to that level, nothing would have sufficed. Other than a body. <laughs> there's there's wow, no... like... <laughs> I would probably freak out if, like, we found a body in a wall here or something. Well, because I'm thinking, like, maybe it's, like, a previous owner. Maybe there was a murder here, like, a hundred years ago. But your house isn't that old. So, it would... Yeah. I feel like if, I, if it was a newer house, it would be cause for concern. But because it's so old, it wouldn't bother <laughs> me like that. I'd get really excited about it. And then yeah, start my, doing, my like, from EVPs the... in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my house is from the 1950s. It's it's not old enough to be excited about a dead body. No. No, that's too fresh. My God, what's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you guys glad you clicked play? I am. I did the Queen Anne Hotel in San Francisco, California. And I was about to say, I don't remember how I came across this one, but I think I took it from that list. That we made. Oh, yeah. The from, haunted. Yeah, with every one in every state. Yeah. Um, so I don't believe that this is the most haunted location in California because there's some good stuff here. But I, we've definitely covered places in California that were much meatier, beefier, yeah. juicier. <laughs> it's still cool, though. And, like, I keep thinking of, like, um, wait, shit, what's the cruise ship? in socal is that the queen mary mary that's the queen mary so i always mix up that with okay we're gonna go back to x files for a minute the episode season six triangle when Mulder goes looking for the 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 ghost ship and ends up going back in time because that's the queen Mm -hmm. anne oh it is okay (laughs) i know one is one and the other one is the other one but i always mix up which is which because they're both haunted (laughs) ships Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I'm looking at this one, I'm like, oh, is it like related to the Queen Anne cruise ship? 
but that's it's not that's not a real thing because that was a fictional ghost ship featured in X Files. All yeah. comes back to X Files. <laughs> so, anyways, it it is another hotel you can stay here. It's so cute. It almost looks like a pink castle, like in the middle of the city. <laughs> it's pink, but it wor- like and normally like a pink building I'd be very against, but it works for the house yeah. for the building the house. It's a building. Yes. There's like, like one, one of those, those like cupcake house. <laughs> yeah, it's got like one of those like castle turrets going up the corner of it. It looks so cool. Um, and the inside looks so cool. So it was built mm-hmm. in 1890 as a finishing school originally, Ooh. and it was called Miss Mary's School for Girls, and it was run by <laughs> Miss Mary. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Miss Mary Lake. She sounds like a ghost. Like even just her name. It's like her parents. <laughs> We're like, you're going to be a ghost one day. Here's a ghost name for you. <laughs> she was the headmistress and she taught girls the quote unquote art of being a lady. <laughs> she was well liked and very popular amongst both students and staff. It was among the most exclusive boarding schools for girls in San Francisco at the time. Construction was financed by Slippery Jim Fair. I mean, that sounds like a con man, right? <laughs> Slippery Jim. Yeah. Like, I already don't trust you. <laughs> and there's really no reason. Like, he doesn't, he hasn't done anything. Like, there's really no reason to not trust him based on this information. But I'm sure that that name, there's a reason for that name. <laughs> Maybe he's just always covered in slime. I don't know. He's like greased up <laughs> deaf guy like- from Family Guy. So, like, you can't grab him. <laughs> like, the slicked back hair or something, maybe. Like. Oh, maybe. I can't remember what the used in their hair at that time oil it's called <laughs> i don't know so slippery jim fair he was a silver and railroad magnate for whom the fairmont hotel is named after um also this hotel is now owned by hilton so remember the seal back mm-hmm. from kentucky louisville's in kentucky yeah louisville kentucky yeah derp um that's a hilton also So I'm like Mm -hmm. seeing this and I'm like, is Hilton just buying up haunted hotels? But I think they, (laughs) I think they're buying historic hotels that happen to be haunted, I think is what they're actually doing. But still it's like, this is not, I feel like there's a few others also that I was like doing the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. It's a Hilton now. Like what the, (laughs) cause you think of Hilton, you don't think of these Mm -hmm. old buildings. You think of like, you know, modern and somewhat luxurious kind of like they're a little bit higher class. Mm-hmm. So fair, this guy, I'm just gonna call him Slippery Jim. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like calling him Fair. It feels like I'm there. I feels like part of his name is missing. Slippery mm-hmm. Jim. So Slippery Jim had the school built for Miss Mary, and rumors abounded that the two were having an affair and were secretly married. So of course Miss Mary mm-hmm. denies this. She's actually um, <laughs> a paper ran an article about it, titled. <laughs> Cupid and Mr. Fair, like all about them, like having like in 1891, like mind your fucking business. So she, she responded and she's quoted as saying the very idea. I haven't seen the Senator, but 10 times in my life. So this guy used to be a Senator also. I love that. <laughs> that he was a, a two term Senator before he uh, embarked on this journey of building a school for this woman. Um, but she also, in addition to denying those claims, she also paid him $400 a month in rent. So it's not like she was getting like a total freebie. Like if he was just building her a school, unless they actually were secretly married and they were just pushing money back and forth. I mean, who knows? 
Um, I'm inclined to believe her, though. The school closed in 1896, so it was only open for six years. It then became a gentleman's club called the Cosmos, but not a gentleman's club. Like today, that's a strip club. It's a nice way of saying strip club. But Mm -hmm. it was more like a country club, but just for men. Yeah. And it also spent 12 years as an... Okay, this is a tongue twister for me, so bear with me. An Episcopal Diocese Girls Friendly Society Lodge. (laughs) (laughs) But after that, fell into a state of disrepair until it was purchased and restored in the 80s to become the present-day Queen Anne Hotel. So nothing too, like, exciting. Oh, it also... (laughs) I couldn't find more information on this, so I don't know how this was found out or how substantiated it actually is. But according to hauntedrooms.com, it also served as headquarters of a secret society that had something to do with astrology, is the quote from their page. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I don't know what secret society, maybe it was, um, what's, oh shit, what's it called? Um, Scientology? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But that's what, that's what they say. (laughs) Yeah. So not a whole lot going on here, but I mean, I think we can kind of glean from the information that I have provided already that these hauntings are going to revolve around Miss Mary. So Miss Mary Lake, she tends to manifest in room 410, which is aptly named the Mary Lake Suite. Because it used to be her office. Oh. Oh, yes. So that was her. She was the headmistress, and that was the headmistress's office. So, of course, she would have an attachment. So it makes sense that that's the room that she spends most of her time in. Mm -hmm. Notice I said most of her time. Uh, She has been reported to tuck in guests at night. (laughs) If you sleep with your feet uncovered, it is said that she will come and pull the blanket over your feet. Keep you warm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She might also unpack your luggage for you. This is a full service girls boarding school. Apparently. I mean, apparently that's what she thinks. I mean, I don't know if she knows it's a hotel, if she's aware, or if she thinks that it's still her school. There's also cold spots in that room. So... Most of her time is in that is in 410, but she's also been seen strolling around the hallways, stopping to look at herself in a mirror. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Your, ha- your good hair day, girl. Keep going. Um, and playing the piano in the lobby. Yeah. I like that one. That's fun. I want to see a ghost playing piano. Um, <laughs> I would love to have that experience, but not in my house. Like if I heard the piano downstairs suddenly start playing, I probably would lose my shit. <laughs> Yeah. Because in addition to nobody else being here to play it, the the cover is down. So. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It shouldn't be making any noise. Now I have my favorite and yours, a review from TripAdvisor. (laughs) Susie Milwaukee. She posted a review on TripAdvisor and she writes, I'm going to just quote her whole thing. It's not very long. My family actually stayed in a lovely quarter room with a turret. We were impressed the hotel survived the San Francisco earthquake and fires. We knew nothing of the hotel supposedly being haunted. I half awoke one night to experience a feeling like someone was tucking me in and gently (laughs) pushing on my collarbone. I thought it was a strangely comforting feeling. The next day, we found out the hotel was supposedly haunted by the former headmistress, Mary, who ran a boarding school for girls. We were told she likes to tuck people in at night. 
I was shocked and a little freaked out by what I'd experienced the night before. It wasn't a scary experience. It was comforting. I believe it was Mary. That's from Susie Milwaukee. Is her username. I don't think her last name is actually Milwaukee. I think she's from Milwaukee. (laughs) There was another review that it it doesn't contribute to anything haunting-wise, but he had a lot of photos of the hotel, the interior, and this place looks... Mm -hmm fucking dope like it's it looks old it just look everything looks so old um Mm -hmm. but this guy like ripped the hotel apart like he was complaining about things that make me want to go like the it's so old inside like yeah motherfucker it's a historic hotel it's supposed to be old like that's what he was complaining about (laughs) um (laughs) don't go there then yeah having new hotel well he did he left like, he said he was so upset about it, like, he immediately checked out and left, but they still happily charged him for the night. Like, yeah, because you already checked in. Of course they still charged you. Any hotel would do that. there's nothing wrong with it being old. Yeah. The only thing, there. to be fair, this is not a five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you kind of know that when you book it. I don't know. But I just wanted to mention that because... Um, had a lot of cool pictures showing like the hallway and the lobby and he's like complaining about it like look how outdated it is and i'm like are you crazy (laughs) i want to live here my last thing it's from sffirst.com first spelled out so san francisco first they did like a write-up about the hotel and they embedded it's on youtube but they embedded it into their page so you can just go to their page The San Francisco Ghost Society stayed and investigated, and they set up a night vision camera in the room and played music. So I don't think that I had heard this before. It -hmm. it sounded new to me. Supposedly, if you play music while you're doing EVP, you're more likely to get a response. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which I'm definitely going to try next. Oh, my God. That investigation's next weekend already. Uh, By the time you guys hear this, it'll be long past. But for us, it's next weekend. And I'm really excited that I saw this now because I'm definitely going to try this out next weekend. Mm -hmm. Cool. So they put a night vision camera. They they set something to play music. And it looked like no one was in the room. They didn't specify, but I didn't see anybody. There was nobody there asking questions. It looks like they set it up and left, which is totally fine. I like to do that, too. Like... Maybe they'll do something while I'm gone, especially yeah. if, if it's a spirit that likes to move stuff around, <laughs> set up yeah. the camera and then leave. So there, it's playing like um, kind of old timey, like a little bit creepy kind of music. And that's all you hear for a few seconds. And then you start to hear clear as fucking day, a woman singing. Really? Yeah. Like you not clear enough to make out the words, but it's very clear that it's a woman singing. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you can hear something moving, like fabric rustling, like just like general, like kind of movement noise in the room. And wow. the article did suggest like, well, it could have been possibly somebody walking by in the hallway, of course, mm-hmm. but it's the middle of the night and it's pretty, it doesn't sound like it's in the hallway. It sounds like it's in the same room. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound, and it's not like a quick, like somebody passing by, like it lasts for most of the video. Which is like, I think it's like two and a half or three minutes long or something. 
It's a long stroll by the room. Yeah, that's what, I, and it's not like <laughs> it's not moving. The voice isn't moving around. The voice stays mm-hmm. pretty steady, like pretty consistent. So I, I kind of don't think that it, unless it's somebody fucking with them, if they knew what was going on, like that happened on Ghost Hunters once. Was it actually? I think it was yeah. on the Queen Mary actually. With the, <laughs> yeah, it the was. bed, the bed covers moving, but they found mm-hmm. like they like watched the video and they're like, wait, something's off with this, and they like debunked it. And they were like, somebody was fucking with us. Like somebody knew we were here and they got in the room and. Like, stop yeah. the camera, move the blankets, start the camera, stop the camera. Yeah. Like a stop motion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I like, that's, of course, always a possibility. But, again, it doesn't – I would expect it to be a little bit more muffled than what mm-hmm. I heard. And then, like, you can hear, like, movement, like I said, like, like fabric rustling or just, like, kind of generalized, like, sounds of movement that I don't think – I don't think – that a camera would pick it up that clearly from behind a door. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. Obviously I wasn't there. I could be wrong. I'm only mm-hmm. going based off of what I saw. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, it is a fully operational hotel. You can go and stay in the Mary Lake suite room four ten. I always, I love those turret things on buildings. Like, yeah. Houses that have them, oh my god, I drool over them. I would love to have one of those. They're so cool. That's the the Queen Anne Hotel in San Francisco, California. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, do you have anything else? That's all I got. I think that's all. Cool. Well, you guys, if you want to connect with us, we would love it. Check out our social media on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, or my fave haunting, F A V. Just search for my favorite haunting. We'll we'll fucking come up. And then we have a Facebook group, our fan club is what I'm going to start calling it now. Doesn't that sound <laughs> better? Club. Doesn't it sound better than Facebook group? Should sure. send out like should mock up some badges and send them out to people, or make a virtual ba- <laughs> like a digital badge and be like, display this on your profile. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. It sounds fun though. Anyways, um, that's uh, my favorite haunted group, the home of the Paranormies. Uh, just request to join, and I'll approve you. I don't do background checks, and I don't uh, take down payments, so feel free <laughs> to join. Until next time, friends. Thanks for potting with us.